welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thriving is what we do. Our theme this year, again, is Thriving Again in 2010. And for this month, our theme is Loving Again in 2010. So if you're wondering what the heck is happening to your loving mojo, that intimate relationship, juicy stuff that you thought you had going on there, We've got an incredible conversation uh, with author and therapist Steve Siskel joining us here today. So not only are we going to talk about, you know, how to communicate better, but what is communication in this day and age? I'm joined by two amazing people today. Of course, Mr. Benny Mathers and Valerie Dunn joining us on the show today. They are both the people that make sure that all the right buttons get pushed Hey, Mr. B, how you be today? I be's good. How about you? Oh, uh, well, you know, we'll find out after this show. Five what? simple communication tools to avoid losing mojo in your intimate relationship. Oh, yeah, we don't want you to lose your mojo. I, <laughs> I want to, I have to find out if I ever had mojo. Of course you did. You're Dr. Pat. I, we're talking about intimate relationships. Yeah. I have to even, yeah. we, you and I have to find out what that feels like. What are you talking about? What is it? So, you know what people say? They look at people like Angelina Jolie and they yeah. look at Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, up until recently, some could say they lost their mojo. Maybe what? it's the six or ten kids they've had. Right. But then recently you get pictures of them being all goo-goo-eyed with each other, and maybe that's mojo. That's the paparazzi. <laughs> okay, that's no. all the paparazzi. <laughs> they have many a chances to get the right pick. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting when we think about intimate relationships and we think about, you know, love and we think about, you know, sort of the phases that some therapists talk about mm -hmm. that we go through in relationships. That's like that all excited phase when, you know, your eyes meet mine. The butterflies, the, 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 yeah, the butterflies. Do you remember what that was like for you and me, Benny? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I do, too. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to talk about what our, our, our culture and subcultures really, you know, address. You know, Steve was so gracious to come back. You know, he's a popular wellness speaker and body-centered therapist. His clients include you know, people like Kenny Loggins and authors Gay Hendricks and, and my buddy Marcy Shimoff. And, you know, he's been, appeared on television, CBS, NBC, featured on Wall Street Journal, San Francisco Chronicle and more. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, when Steve comes to, to the table to talk about topics that are relevant in today's culture and subcultures, a lot of people pay attention. So I don't know, Benny, should you and I be taking notes uh, for today? Uh, it's quite potential. I've always got mine ready to go. You've got yours ready to sure. go? Well, I, I, you know, I think we need to, like, kick off the show. Um, you know, by doing what we said we were going to do, pull our prosperity cards. What do you think? Hey, sounds like a plan. I got it all ready. You all set? 
All right. All right, here we go. All right, everybody, and I want to mention that, you know, if you go to prosperitycards.com, they're actually called harmony cards, but they were inspired, they were inspiration and inspired uh, by uh, our buddy Heidi Bayer. So if you go to the website, you'll see that she's got uh, lots of information, including uh, looking at which card Jay Leno picked. So she also had Jay pick a card. But more importantly, there's lots of information here uh, on the website for those of you that want to find out more. The card that I picked today is Prosperity Law number 43. This is a good one. I see myself as a success. I see myself as a success. Because I, I don't know, like, if you can be a success, if you don't, like, see yourself as a success. I don't know if you can be in love if you don't see yourself as being in love. I don't know. We're going to talk to Steve about all of that. But here it is. Whatever obstacles you believe you face, others have overcome even greater challenges. Wherever you are right now is of little consequence. What really matters is the attitude you possess and the way you approach life. That is a good card for today. So, Steve, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here today. And we are getting ready to have a blast. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's great to be back. And, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> you drew a prosperity card. My sweetheart, my partner, left me a card on my desk this morning. It says, Waves of Prosperity. New abundance and exciting opportunities wash over you now. Wow. <laughs> so that's we're in, cool. That's part of the mojo. You know, we're in sync where our chemistries are flowing. Did you, like, strike it rich with your partner there? That's kind of like a cool thing <laughs> to have somebody in your life that really gets who you are. Because, you know, that, that action you just talked about, Steve, what that says to me is you're with somebody that really gets who you are and understand what really, you know, gets your attention. Uh, thank you. Well, you know, I have to be very honest. I had to make a declaration to myself one day. Uh, because I had a pattern, like a lot of people probably listening, where I gave so much in relationship and, and took very little. I was one of those people who was okay for settling for crumbs. And one day I just said, nope, I've had enough of them drawing the line in the sand. I'm going to take nothing. I'm going to receive nothing less than I deserve. And then this beautiful person came into my life, and it's been great. So um, I think that's really important for us to really get in touch with, you know, what do I deserve and what am I willing, what kind of life am I willing to lead? I've worked with so many people that are constantly compromising in a relationship and, of course, you know, brings their mojo, their energy down, and uh, it's very difficult, you know, to, as you know, it's a, Probably the biggest adventure we go on in this life is uh, our relationships. So um, I feel very blessed that I made that decision. And then there were a couple teasers that came by, you know, that looked good and felt good and said the right things. But I could feel internally, nope, this is going to be more of my old pattern where I'm going to be giving, giving and not receiving. And I just had to say no until I think in my whole body I got clear that that's what I deserve. And then, of course, that's the law of attraction, right? Well, I got to tell you, you know, what you're talking about to me, I call that juiciness radar. You know, that, that, that you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like somehow along the way we've decided we don't deserve juicy in our relationships or our lives. 
Um, and I want to ask you this question because it seems like there's there's this pattern. There are things that show up, perhaps, Steve, before we get to the place where we realize, oh, my gosh, I am I am more than this. I'm not getting what I deserve in this relationship. You know, what are some of the signs that show up, if I could ask? Well, as you know, my book is What's Your Body Telling You? And I've been yes. out there now since we talked probably several months just saying to people, you know, listen to your body. Listen to those instincts. Listen to those gut feelings. I mean, gosh, one radical one I could tell you is uh, a woman that told me, gee, I wish I would have listened to my gut. I wish I would have read your book earlier. And I go, well, how come? She says, well, you know, for a good three years, um, I had this feeling in my belly this sign, if you will, this signal that kept telling me something's wrong. My husband keeps calling saying he's working late, working late, working late. He comes home at night. It just doesn't feel right. But I don't want to shake up the family. Mm. And uh, any time I brought it up, he told me, oh, you're crazy. What are you talking about? I was just working. Mm. But my gut was telling me something was wrong. And then one day, I find him dead on the kitchen floor. And I start to go into the records, and I find out he's a quarter of a million dollars in debt, and now I am. And secondly, he was having an affair for three years. Boy, I wish I would have listened to my body. So I think that's the first step I can say to people is, you know, it's not like you have to make a big deal out of it. But part of what we're going to talk about today is to keep that mojo alive within yourself and with any partner, business partner, lover, is to be able to say, you know, when you come home at night, there's just something going on in my body that's wrong, and I want to explore it. Would you be willing to explore it with me? If you have to go to a counselor, go to a counselor, but don't ignore the signals because we all get them, and we all have them constantly if we're just willing to listen. You know what I love about what you're talking about here? Because this is really going to take us through this interview today, and we are going to give away copies of Steve's book. It's really amazing. You know, it's the deal that you, you, we know when, when, when we're making right decisions, too. It's not all bad, right? I mean, you, you know, we're, when in your book you're talking about paying attention to your body, not just about some of the things that are happening out there, right, Steve, that are perhaps not going to turn out. But, you know, our body also tells us when we're making a right decision, you know, Absolutely. when we are, yeah, when we are at that place that, uh, you know, we, we, we feel this, oh, yeah, that's the decision. And then all of a sudden, our mind starts working it. Wow, you know, don't trust your gut. You know, you should really be afraid. Don't make that decision. You know, listen to me. Doesn't that happen as well? Oh, my gosh, yes. And, and I think, you know, often we get these instincts to, to make a move. We get the yes. We get a right. But, you know, at times we feel maybe we don't deserve it. Maybe we're bringing something from our past into the present moment. You know, like, gee, the last time I said yes, it turned out bad. Or the last time I, I said yes to going out on a date or something like that, it was terrible. So then we go out on a date, and number one, it's really important to look at our body language because, you know, we're leaning forward, we're nervous, because we have an expectation that what happened last time or the 20 times before is going to happen again. So many people go through things like, well, gee, I've been abandoned, I've been hurt, so, you know, they expect to be abandoned and hurt, and even though it feels right in their body, and all they need to do is surrender and let go and, and jump into the water and go, well, let me, let me try this out. There's that resistance. There's that old, what I call, viral belief. It's like a virus that's sitting in the body that gets activated. 
And it's really important to discern and say, that was then and now is now. And, you know, let me give it a chance. Let's 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 make it. Let's move on. You know, uh, let's take a short break because we're going to be talking about that was then. This is now. I am so thrilled. We're going to talk about the five simple communication tools to avoid losing your mojo with Steve Siskel right here on the Dr. Pat show. We'll be right back. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? Well, I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I'm here with Becky Miller from Kent to tell you there is another way. Becky, tell us about the ease with which you lost 65 pounds with Positive Changes. It was extremely easy, as long as I listened to my personal sessions. It made me relax. It made me easier to think about making healthier choices. What health benefits did you receive from losing the 65 pounds with positive changes? I like to play golf, and walking the golf course now is just a breeze. And I can do it so easily. I am so proud. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888 888- 311-7157. Are you ready to break the habit of being yourself? Join Dr. Joe Dispenza at Seattle Unity Church on Saturday, February 27th. He'll guide you through a process of personal change where you'll transform yourself from thinking to doing to being. Dr. Joe explains how thinking in new ways and changing beliefs can literally rewire one's brain. Attend the lecture on Friday night and save $20 on the workshop. Visit bellaspark.com. That's bellaspark.com. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Steve Siskel joining us here today, best-selling author, incredible book. I want everybody to know about it. Uh, we've had him on the show. We've talked about um, other aspects of what he has written and what he's learned. The book is What's Your Body Telling You? Listening to your body's signals to stop anxiety, ease self-doubt, and achieve true wellness. This is a gold mine in this book. I just want to tell everyone. I mean, you know, so often we've heard in our lives that, you know, trust your gut, trust your gut, but yet we don't. So today we're going to be talking about the five simple communication tools to avoid losing mojo in your relationships and even beyond. And Steve, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. This is a great topic because you and I were talking during a break and before the break. Okay, so let's say we have that gut feeling, whether it's something not going exactly right in our relationship, and let's stay with that for a moment. But then there is the next step. What do we do with that? And why are people stuffing it when they know that in their gut there needs to be a conversation? That's a great question. Well, let's look at it on two levels. Okay. Level one is we could say... At, at, at the surface, at, at the immediate level is, oh gosh, she doesn't want to shake up the family because if she did find out that he was doing something at night other than working, she'd have to deal with that wave of emotion, which might be like, oh my God, he's cheating. Uh, can I get divorced? What about the kids? You know, what about my life? What about our home? Uh, you know, a lot of couples are just hanging out because they're afraid to make a move. They're, they're stuck. And, and that could be, that would be her excuse. That's what she would say. But then there's a deeper level that I write about in my book. And it's that level of where we're trained, Dr. Pat, to not feel. Mommy, I'm really hot. I really want to take my sweater off. You're not hot and it's not hot in here. (laughs) What does that teach you? What does that teach you, Dr. Pat? Maybe oh, I, I know. don't really know what I'm feeling. Maybe my instincts aren't correct. Oh, you know, I really want to do this, Dad. Nah, that's a stupid idea. Hmm, okay. Boy, it felt right, but Dad, my teacher, my model, said it's stupid. So I think at a deeper level, I would guess if I went deeper in there with her, we would find that she was probably discouraged to feel, discouraged to really trust her instincts. And that's really the big shame here is that walking into a relationship with that and then on top of that being afraid to shake up the family dynamic, that's kind of a double whammy, you know? Well, it is a double whammy. It's, you know, it's a double, triple whammy. But the conversation really has to do with how we deal with stress as well. And I know you addressed this. Um, In the conversation, you and I were talking about the fact that someone said to me, divorce, divorces are down. And they're down for economic reasons. And I want to talk about this. There's been a stress out there for now two years, pretty much. And I think we would be like having our heads in the sand if we if we didn't talk about the fact that the stress outside economically and otherwise, you know, the effect it's had on relationships, while divorces may not be up, maybe down, actually, that doesn't mean, you know, we're living the Donna Reed family or whatever, you know, the, the Brady Bunch. There's something going on. What are people doing about that, Steve? Well, unfortunately... Um what what it brings up for a lot of people is, you know, that, that basic survival mode. I, I just actually was working with a woman just yesterday who's probably in one of the worst marriages you can imagine. And just the things that she tells me goes on is, like, horrific. And her biggest fear is, but I don't 
how to pay bills, but I don't know how to take care of things. What would I do? And it turns out that it's her family money. I said, you know, you could hire a bookkeeper. <laughs> you know, you can get an assistant. But it, it sounds funny, but those are real core issues for people. People who haven't been trained to take care. We get into roles. You know, he takes care of this, and I take care of that. And gee, what would I do? So I think a lot of people are, are really frightened to make any moves right now because what I tell people, Dr. Pat, is separate the fact from the fiction. The fiction is that you think you can't pay bills. The fiction is that you think, oh, my God, you know, I'll fall apart. That's not truth. That's your mind spinning into a lot of fear. The fact is you're in an abusive relationship, and the fact is you can hire an organizer. You have the money. You can hire a bookkeeper. Don't stay married for those reasons. But I think that's the key for people. Really get clear on how you're creating fiction in your mind to make it stay together. Well, we've known each other for 38 years. And how, how much love has been in those 38? None. You know, when were you respected? In the beginning? No. Hmm. So for 38 years you've been taking this and you're staying. Why? Because you're afraid to pay bills on your own? You see what I mean? I totally see what you mean. Um, and, and you know, part of the conversation is exactly like you said. Somewhere along the line, we have been conditioned. I call it like crusty conditioning. You know, we've been conditioned to believe certain things or, or not to believe certain things. But when it comes to intimacy and intimate relationships, I think we're also programmed to believe that, you know, that romance stage that you had at the beginning, well, that's going to go away. And what's going to be left probably is going to look like our topic for today, <laughs> relationship without mojo. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you work with people on this? Is that a reality that we have to really resolve to the fact that, okay, I'm all, you know, goo-goo-eyed with you now, but the honeymoon will be over. I mean, this is the language we use, right, Steve? The honeymoon's going to be over. Right. We're going to be like... Well, yeah, you know, I actually believe this, Dr. Pat. Yeah. I believe the truth really is the mojo. Truth, meaning, mm -hmm. like, if I get to really hear the truth, something happens. When I work with couples, it's mm -hmm. amazing how, uh, you know, they're both keeping close to, to what they're feeling and they're not sharing with each other. They're afraid to tell the truth again. Maybe they were discouraged as children that, you know, telling the truth, I got punished. Telling the truth, someone left me. I think the key is to be able to, and that's why I use the body, because the body doesn't lie. If you, for instance, say or do something in relationship to me, I could withhold and keep it in. I could build all kinds of assumptions about you. Or I could say, you know, Dr. Pat, when you said that, I mean, not even making you wrong, I noticed something's happening in my belly. Huh. I wonder, wonder what that's bringing up for me. Hmm, I see. It's reminding me of a time where so-and-so said something. Well, now you, Dr. Pat, go, Steve, thank you. I'm, I'm getting it. I, I get I get what you're saying. You're, you're giving me your inner experience. You know the old cliche, intimacy into me, see? Well, that's true. Because if I don't know what's going on for you, then we're really there's no mojo. There's no chemistry. There's no energy. It's just a bunch of assumptions. And I think that's where I start with people is let's get the assumptions out of the way and start to feel into when he does that, when she does that, what does that bring up in your body? Let's start there because that's fact. That's not fiction. And let's explore whether that feeling in your body is because of what he said or is it triggering something from the past that you need to share with him so he'll understand more about you. 
So communication is really what we're talking about here. And now more than ever, we really need some of these communication tools that you talk about. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the key here, really, Dr. Pat, is that so many people I work with, they have no idea. Even in the workplace. I work with companies in the workplace. They have no idea. I mean, a quick example would be like every time, you know, this guy does something great in the workplace, his boss slaps him on the shoulder. Good job. And he jumps and hates it. Well, the boss has no idea about this. And through working with me, he identifies, you know, my older brother used to slap me like that and it hurt. So I just need you to know that, hey, I get that you're trying to congratulate me and appreciate me, but I just want you to know when you do that, it kind of triggers old feelings about my brother. Thank you, Tom. Now I know when you get a sale, I'm going to ring a bell or take it on, but I'm definitely not going to slap you on the back. That's the kind of communication I'm talking about. Now I understand more about you. Now I can be in a, more of a mojo of chemistry with you. You know, this is really kind of important in terms of not just the, you know, the two people that are involved, but we're also talking about a, a family mojo, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, let's assume for a minute that uh, it's not just you and me, Steve, that we have some kids hanging around. You know, there is going to be a transfer of whatever happens between the two people, the energy and the mojo. You know, what do you say to couples about uh, their relationships with each other, and, and what's at risk if they're not aware of what gets passed on to their children? I absolutely always talk about the genetic chain, you know. Gee, you're doing exactly what your dad did, and oh, you're now telling me your grandfather did the same thing. Here's your chance to break that chain. Wouldn't that be great if you could really be more aware and tell your children the truth so that you could model them? You know, I have a son. He's grown up now, and I was into this work pretty early on, and he was always encouraged. Tell the truth. What do you feel? Ah, oh, this thing had happened at school today. I'm just going to go up to my room. Nope, nope, nope. Let's take a breath. What do you feel? Well, my chest hurts. What's going on in your chest? Well, this happened. That happened. Ah, and he would get it out, and he'd take a breath, and he would feel great. And, you know, he's in a great relationship, and he doesn't have a lot of the squabbles that I and other people have uh, because he was trained from early on. Telling the truth is great. Tell me what you feel, whatever it is, I want to hear it. And I think one of the, you know, the keys in my communication system is asking yourself, what's the objective here? Do I want to be right or do I want to be close? Do I want to oh, wow. win or do I want to really have a good conversation with this person? That's the first. Wow. I always ask myself right now, I could be right, and I know I'm right, in fact. In fact, I know and I know for 100% that I'm right. And then what happens? <laughs> I'm laying in bed alone, you know. <laughs> or, uh, I lose the deal. Is that worth it? Is it really worth being right? And I think well, that's the problem we have. Uh, and really understanding those those dynamics are so important. Uh, Steve Siskel joining us here. If you've got a comment, if you've got a question, if you want to put Steve to the test, so to speak, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to hear from you. And, by the way, we have two of Steve's books to give away to you, 1-800-930-2819. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of those communication uh, tools that you can have. And when... You, you know, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my very special guest, best-selling author, Steve Siskold on The Dr. Pat Show. Austin Powers always defeats me because he has mojo. Mojo? Mojo. The libido, the life force, the essence, the right stuff. 
what the French call a certain... I don't know what. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Let Aqua Mantra's I Am Loved Premium Natural Spring Water help you find the love within yourself. Say the words I Am Loved with every conscious sip because the quality of your thoughts creates the quality of your life. Pick up a case of Aqua Mantra's award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles. On sale at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Loved. And know you are loved. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Are you tired of just surviving? Would you like to learn how to thrive? Make 2010 the start of a whole new you. Take charge by enrolling in your own personal boot camp offered by Sharon Roy of Raising Grace Coaching. In just 28 days, you will learn how to rise above your emotions and follow your heart to a life of peace, joy, and purpose. You will tap the power of your own imagination and higher wisdom to create emotional breakthrough strategies that work for you. Start thriving today. Visit RaisingGrace.com or call 401-588-1799. I think we need to bring in Austin Powers on the show to talk about Bojo, but I have a feeling that my guest today 
talk to Austin Power about Mojo. And as I said before, we'd love to give away a couple of copies of Steve's book. Um, 1-800-930-2819. The book is What's Your Body Telling You? Uh, best-selling author Steve Sisko. We're talking about Mojo and making sure that each and every one of us understands what Mojo is in our relationships and keeps that Mojo alive. You know, right now, folks are calling it swagger. I think, you know, if we updated it and probably could blame the black eyed peas on the term a little bit benny can update me on this or maybe valerie but you know swagger is now the language we're we're using in so much of our pop culture you know to have that swagger in your relationship and what you do and you know it's it's kind of interesting steve thanks for joining us on the show today i mean you know there's so much to talk about whether it's mojo or swagger we're here to help people bring the juiciness back in i wanted to ask you about what some people are saying might be the cause of losing our mojo and one of the things that i know has been brought to the surface has to do with the economy whether you're directly affected with it or whether you live in fear of it but there's also underpinnings around that that have to do with domestic abuse increase in alcoholism but the bottom line is people have gone silent uh have you discovered that and what are the consequences of of that oh dr pat that's a great question i absolutely have noticed a lot of people have gone silent in their relationships because you know so much is up your self-esteem it's hard to come home and say i lost that deal or i'm not making as much money as i was or you know i'm scared Things like that, that's where we lose our mojo. You know, so many people think mojo is just about sexy and, you know, boy, I got my mojo working. But really, it's, it's, it comes from an African term around a charm and charisma. You know, like really charisma or chemistry between two people, I have found, is where you're willing to have that closeness. You're willing to say, you know, I'm going to just tell my partner the truth. At work, they're talking about downsizing. I'm scared. I'm feeling like I'm impotent. I feel like I can't really support the family the way I want to. And I got, man, that felt good to get it off my chest. And then if the partner says, thank you, I love you. Thank you for telling me what you're going through. Now we're in a real conversation. Hey, guess what? They got their mojo going. Well, and, you know, part of this is really taking a look at where we are in our lives and being the one to have that first word. It's kind of like we're in this duel, right? You know, there's you and there's me, and who's going to speak first? And how am I going to do it right? And how's it going to sound on the other side? And what are they going to say? You know, how can you help us be the first person to open up the door for conversation? You know what I'm saying? It's kind uh-huh. of like now we have silence, but now we have, like, this silent behavior. I think the key is to be able to really invite your partner to more intimacy, to be able to say, and even if it's in business or anywhere, just say, hey, you got a few minutes, would you be willing to just sit with me and take a couple breaths, and and I really want to talk some truth, I want to let you know 
what my experience, I call it your self-evident truth, something that no one can take from you, like I'm cold, I'm scared. When you said that this morning, I got scared. You know, When you said, oh boy, I want to take a vacation, what could happen is you hold it in because you know you're not doing as well and you don't know if you're going to have a good month and oh boy, a vacation would just blow your, your money apart, and, but she wants to go or he wants to go on vacation and I don't want to disappoint him, so I'll just hold my breath and I'll make myself sick and I'll just keep it in and and then when he drops his fork or she leaves some breakfast in the in the kitchen, I'm going to explode because I've kept it in. Versus, hey, this morning when you talked about wanting to go on vacation, I noticed I got really excited because I would love to go on vacation with you. But I also noticed I got a little tight in my belly because I'm not sure what's happening at work and I'm afraid. Ah, thank you. That's the kind of invitation I constantly have with people, even in business. I'll go, hey, would you be willing to hear something? Because I, I want to really share my experience with you. I'm not even into making you wrong. I just want to have more closeness, more honesty, more on the table of what is versus any assumptions. So I like to clear the table as much as I can with people and keep it vibrant that way. And I think that's where the mojo stays in my life is my willingness to invite people in that conversation. If they're not willing to have that conversation, nothing you can do. But I usually invite people, and they're usually because they see I'm not to attack them. I'm inviting them into a neutral conversation. Well, you know, what's interesting that you said earlier, and, and it really, you know, brought me back to my grandmother. My grandmother was a great influence. She could, you know, didn't speak very much English, but, you know, the bottom line was little English, little Italian. That worked out really well. But the visual I have of her, and this is interesting, this is one of these things not to bring forward from your relatives. She would always make, yeah, you know, I always saw her over this big pot of spaghetti and meatballs and sausage. And my grandfather would always come in and he would take a piece of bread and he would take the bread and dip it in the sauce and then bite it and then dip it back in and so I always have this image of my grandmother hitting him with a wooden spoon now if you saw this this was a very endearing thing in their relationship mm -hmm. really but mm -hmm. you know when you're a little kid you're not really sure that may not be that same endearing thing that now I bring forward and bringing my relationship to my partner and so when we have these things that we bring forward and some of it has to do with abuse some of it has to do with being stressed and having a little bit too much to drink who is the person that has to draw the line and when is drawing the line not enough meaning you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them i mean clearly it was easy for me to adjust you know the hitting with the, the spoon thing i mean i i learned i stopped doing that at 22 <laughs> but i'm just saying for for a lot of people do we stay in relationships too long and can we accumulate a number of these spoon hitting incidences that they get to be too much Oh, absolutely, Dr. Pat. I think what happens is, again, that that habit of, you know, the less you say, the better. Silence is golden. Um, oh, truth isn't always the best thing to do here. It's better, you know, left unsaid. All those myths, all those places that told us to lie in relationship uh, get in the way. I, I think it's really important to for the person that's feeling in their body I'm not happy. I'm not breathing. When that person walks in the door or that person, a woman told me, when I hear the ice hit the glass, 
I get sick because I know what's going to happen. It's going to be four or five drinks in a row, and he's going to start to get weird. Wow. Hearing the glass. You imagine that? I hear the ice go into the glass, and I start to get sick. And wow. I said, do you tell him that? No. God, I don't want to. Hey, you know what? You have to draw the line in this sand. You need to say to him, hey, listen, I love you. I get that you're in pain. But when I hear that ice hit the glass, I get sick in my belly because I'm afraid of what happens after that. You've got to start speaking that way. And again, mm. do you want to be right or close? I don't encourage her to be right. Like, you're an alcoholic. You're terrible. You're bad. It's more like when you do that, I want you to know how it impacts me. If someone isn't interested in how you're impacted, why stay in that relationship? Well, that's the point. you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Well, that's and, my know, line. What, what... If you're not interested in my experience, mm -hmm. I'm not saying you're even wrong. It could be because of my dad. It could be because of my mom. It could be because mm -hmm. of an old girlfriend. All I'm saying is when you do that, are you interested in how it impacts me? And if you're not, guess what? We're not going to have much mojo. We're not going to have a relationship. That's the key question. If You know, you started this at the top of the hour when you talked and you shared an experience about being deserving. I deserve more. I really think that that is a conversation that you bring up that so many people want to learn how to perfect. Um, and aren't we really talking about being deserving? That's why we bring these things up is I deserve more here, correct? Oh, absolutely. And Dr. Pat, I can give you a quick story if sure. we have a moment. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like there's a guy, and he's a good guy, and once in a great while he has a beer with friends. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a beer once in a while with friends. He's not a drinker. He doesn't drink regularly. Now, when he comes home at night and he creeps into bed after having that beer, his wife freaks out and really makes him terrible. You know, you're an alcoholic. Alcoholic? I haven't had anything to drink for weeks. Now, that's an example of here's a guy who's like, I can't take it anymore. I'm not doing anything wrong. But on the other hand, we don't really know what's going on for her. So I have them have the conversation where I say, hey, you want to be right? Because it sounds like you want to be right. She's wrong and you're right. Forget all that. Do you want to be close? I want to be close. Okay, let's hear from her what happens. As she goes into her body, Dr. Pat, and really takes time to go back to what I call somatic memory or cellular memory, she goes, ah, I never realized this, but taking the time to actually, because now you're not mad at me for do, you know reacting and you're listening, and Steve's helping us really tune into our body, you know, when I was young, I'm starting to have some memory. My dad would come home from the bar, and he smelled from beer, and he did some weird things to me. And the guy started crying and went, I had no idea. And she said, oh, I never told you. Now they got mojo, Dr. Pat. Guess what? They were making love and partying and feeling good again. <laughs> they well, knew what was really up. He wasn't wrong, and neither was she. I but love you know, that. I for that victim. I'm wrong. You're wrong. No, nobody's wrong. Just tell each other what, what is versus what you're assuming. Well, we're going to talk about that mojo and intimacy in our relationships. You know, can we expect the fire to burn out? I can't wait to talk to Steve about this. Go to his website, onedream.com, onedream.com. Can you be in relationship and not have an intimate sexual relationship? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. your full 
potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show, and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep. Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel-good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley MacLaine and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com. back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show for more information about us go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply go to drpatlive.com dr 
patlive.com. For more information about Steve, my very special guest today, you can go to his website, www.onedream.com, O-N-E-Dream.com. And you'll be able to take a look at uh, how to get a copy of his book. Also, you know, he's got this Take the Free Body Intelligence Test, the BQ. Very cool stuff going on here. Steve, thank you so much for joining the show today. Uh, you know, the, this conversation about sex is a tough one for many couples. Mm-hmm. Whether you're married, not married, just, you know, connecting with someone. But we have a lot of uh, beliefs around what happens over time. Uh, and yet, at the same time, people seem to step away and give up. You know, what is the relationship between mojo and sexual intimacy in the relationship and self-doubt? I think it's really important. I mean, you know, all of us have our, boy, it starts so early in our life, you know, our, our view of ourselves, our self-esteem, our sensuality, our sexuality. And, you know, I really believe the truth is the greatest aphrodisiac we have on the planet. I mean, if we're just willing to tell the truth in the moment, God, I've worked with couples that were having problems um, sexually, sensually. And in fact, Dr. Pat, it's amazing. I had him do this exercise where they were standing opposite each other. And he was complaining that she shut down sexually. She shut down sexually. Okay, do you want to be right? Do you want to be close? I want to be close. Okay, (laughs) then try this exercise. Start walking towards her and tell us or tell her what you feel. Dr. Pat, he starts to walk towards her and he says, you shut yourself down sexually. And as he gets closer, his hand goes and covers his crotch. And then I have him walk backwards, and as he gets away from her, his hand goes away. Okay, okay. Did you notice anything? Nope. Okay, try it again. He walks towards her again, and as he gets closer and he starts talking about intimacy, he covers his crotch. So here he is blaming her for being shut down sexually. I said to him, hey, my friend, notice where your hand is? It's covering your (laughs) pee-pee. And he says, oh, my God. He says, Oh, I, I, I'm feeling some fear. Yeah. And as he went deeper into it, Dr. Pat, he had some fear of intimacy. He had some stuff come up when they would get intimate sexually, but he made up this whole story that she right. shut down to protect his own intimacy issues. Of course, when that happened, they started crying, and, and they uh, told me in the next session they were making love again because mm. the facts came through he acknowledged his fear of intimacy <gasps> she opened up wide because here she was dr pat walking around for the last couple of years feeling guilty and oh something's wrong with me nothing was wrong with her but both of them bought into this story that he was open and she was closed and it was just the opposite it doesn't that happen a lot though in relationships and and i really want to talk about this because even moving beyond uh, the sexual relationship you have but this place where we look at another person and we say you're not doing this um a lot of times isn't it true that that is something that we're really struggling with you know that's a conversation for for us on this end and yet we can't see that that's our own issue. I mean, a lot of times we do have to get the help of a third party to see it. Absolutely. I mean, we 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 are experts at projection. We definitely will project if something's going on for me. The easiest way for me to not 
feel it because, you know, Dr. Pat, who wants to feel uncomfortable? Who wants to feel like maybe it's me or maybe there's something in me or maybe I've got some abandonment issues that's making me uncomfortable in relationships. So what am I going to do? I don't want to feel it. So what I usually do when I don't want to feel it is I'm going to look outside of myself and I'm going to become the victim and I'm going to blame somebody else. And then what happens is I project on you that I can't be me because of you. I can't be intimate because of you. I can't tell truth because of you. And I always say the same thing. No, it's because you don't want to feel what you want, what you're feeling. And they go, oh, what do you mean? I go, well, what are you really feeling when you say that? Well, I'm feeling fear. Exactly. And where do you feel that? In my belly. Exactly. You don't want to feel that fear because it's uncomfortable. So what do you do? You blame it on somebody else. It's the biggest, in my book, I call it like the demon in relationship is blame. Always blaming somebody else. When we take responsibility through the techniques I'm teaching, which is when you did that, I felt this, I, me, it's me, it's my body, it's my experience, it might not be with somebody else, but it is with me, that's when the dialogue starts to open, and that's when even the sexuality can come back and the openness because everybody feels safe. How can you have sex if you don't feel safe? And, you know, part of this is being as honest, Steve, as saying, you know what, hon, I just don't want to work on this anymore. I mean, there's a point that you get to in relationship where you have to actually step up and be honest and say, you know what, hon, I really want to work on this. Together, I think we can do this. But if that's not the way you're feeling, isn't it even more damaging to kind of hang in there when you don't really want to and kind of go through the motions? Well, absolutely. I mean, it really, you know, you're not allowing any space or uh, an opportunity for you to have what you want. Uh, like the earlier example I gave you, a 38-year marriage of abuse. I mean, um, this person is, has, has shared this in groups, so it's not even a secret, but, you know, she, she feels ill and she has her pills in her hand. Dr. Pat, she falls to the floor. Her nose is bleeding. The pills are spilled. Her husband walks in and goes, ah, what a mess you're making. Get that blood and that pills off the floor, will ya? Now, who wants to live like that? Oh. And exactly. At that point, it's like, this has been going on for 38 years, and he's drinking at night and treating you that way. I think it's time for you to really take a look at what you want in your life. And that's where the fear comes in. You know, well, gee, I've never been alone, and oh, how am I, I going to be? And Versus saying, I don't want to live this way anymore. And that takes a lot of self-esteem work and, and purpose. I, I work a lot with life purpose. When you start to have a purpose, and that's how I'm helping this woman, actually, is it's not about him. Let's not spend time on him. Let's talk about what you want to do in the next 20 years or 30 years that you're going to be here on the planet. How do you want your life? Why has God's Spirit brought you here? Is this really why you're here, to take abuse? And that empowers her to go, no, I actually do have a purpose, and I do want to live it. And now she's going to go home and talk to him and say, you know, I'm drawing the line. Can't do it anymore. I love it. Steve, what a great show. Thank you so much for helping so many people. Well, thank you. Um, it is, I got to tell you, we have to get better at building relationships. And you can't do it by texting your loved one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. Ask yourself <laughs> that one question. What do I want in this relationship in this moment, even if it's in the office? Do I want to be close? Do I want productivity? Or do I want to win and be right and fight? And if you really want to fight, Better take a look at getting some help because that's never going to get you anywhere. 
Absolutely. And I still have my uh, boxing gloves that I was given when I was five years old from my uncles. <laughs> I don't pull them out that often, but I don't live in New York anymore either. So thank you, Steve, for joining me here today. Thank you so much. Go to Steve's website, everybody, uh, onedream.com, www.onedream.com. And don't forget, you know, you could take the BQ test. It's right there on the website. Sign up for the newsletter and make sure you reach out for Steve directly. All the information is there. Thanks for joining us, Steve. Thank you for the great show and the great job you do, Dr. Pat. Keep up the great work. Ah, uh, you bet, because you know why? I've got my mojo going on. Are you sure? <laughs> you know, I just want to say, the first time I was on your show, you said, Steve's in the house, and I still tell people about that. I said, someone's got, someone's got something going, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love what I do, and I have great listeners. What uh, more could you ask for? All right, everyone, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs>